Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Who are the coolest dudes on the planet? United, United States, States veterans. veterans. What's the coolest sport on the planet? Pro, Pro wrestling. wrestling. And what would be the coolest podcast on the planet? That would be this one. U.S. Military Vets talking pro wrestling. This is the No Shave Man Cave. Two badass disabled vets sharing their love of pro wrestling, giving you their perspective as fans, talking about current events and matches, history of titles, and who knows what else. Let's do it. Welcome, Welcome to the, the no, no Shave Men Cave. Now your hosts, Ellie Chair and Jay Tilly. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, wrestling fans, and sports entertainment fans. Welcome to the No Shave Man Cave. I'm Ellie Jair. Hey, I'm Jay Tilly. And you have joined us in a what should we call this? A casual conversation. A how's your 2023? Tell you this first quarter of 2023, JT. Talk to me. Hey, I've got one for you. This is for uh, Michael Hamlet. If he ever listens, a mm. casual conversation contemplating quarter one. He loves those alliterations. Ooh. So. <laughs> hey, yeah, I, I, I tweeted him uh, when I think it was Orange Cassidy uh, took on that match or whatever. I tweeted mm-hmm. something to the effect of, uh, "What did he think about the combat?" I don't know, a bunch of C words in there. And yeah. all I got back is cock. <laughs> <laughs> he, did, he did not like it, but I kind of do that yeah. just to egg him on a little. Nice. Hey, someday I think I'm going to reach out to them and have them on our show. Heck yeah, man. I think, uh, you know, when whenever we get retweeted or quote tweeted, you know, there was the one where I was kind of cracking on Jericho and he was like, oh, real nice. You know, I was like, oh, hey, you know, you're, yeah. you're paying attention to the socials. Yeah. Nyla Rose dropped something today. She she was talking about her uh, having some scotch 
and she was in boss mode. I was like, uh oh, easy now. There's someone else called the boss. So, um, yeah, I think the the fun that is being had not only on like um, the contributors in the social media and non wrestling world and in the wrestling world, I think bleeding, you know, bringing the two together, I think has been great. And the competitive nature, it seems is starting to um, help WWE raise the bar and not be so WWE, even with Vince McMahon coming back. And I am so excited for WrestleMania um, more so than in years past that, uh, you know, some of the matches we've already seen, and some of the how we were just talking about how some of the storylines are going to lay out and the the magic that could be had and the stories and you know we're we're talking about women's wrestling being elevated i'm hoping that this will be like the first long long story with uh, a couple of factions a couple of women's factions over in AEW i think i think we're going to have a hell of a time so i'm excited yep. i agree i think uh you know, I, I made a joke about it a couple podcasts ago about we can thank Tony Khan for the bloodline. Mm-hmm. Uh, little a joke, not a joke, right? Because because I think that if it wasn't for AEW, because um, you you brought the competition, I think if it wasn't for AEW, we'd still be in the stagnant stage of WWE because there's no yeah. there was no competition, there was nothing to drive them to be better. Just like when WCW started the Monday Night Wars. Mm-hmm. WWE had to change their tactics, had to change what they were doing and became the yep. Attitude Era and DX and all that, which was phenomenal stuff. I think the same thing's happening now. And I've said it probably on almost every one of our co- podcasts that I believe we are in the beginning of another wrestling boom. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I think the competition between whether they want to admit their competition or not, WWE and AEW, yes, uh, it's kind of two different products. If like like I said, I think on a review, like I have to look at it as two different products. Otherwise, I get really disappointed in WWE or I get really hyped about the other. So I have to kind of separate it as pro wrestling and sports entertainment. However, right. it's the same. It's, it's wrestling, right? Mm-hmm. And I think that having that competition is driving WWE to write better story. It's, it's driving them to sign Cody Rhodes to yeah. have matches with Chad Gable. Is It <laughs> has pushed them to... Ooh, maybe we should do Sami Zayn, Bloodline, in-depth, long-term storytelling. Yeah. Uh, not that I'm saying it wasn't always on the table, but I don't believe it was, personally. Yeah. I believe that Triple H kind of went, we need to do something drastic. We need to figure out a way to fix our viewership and listen to our fans, and they want mm-hmm. more in-depth stories. They want this, that, and that. And I think uh, you know D- AEW coming out and doing that was a big part of it. Uh, and you res- mentioned WrestleMania and, and made me start to think about just Q1 in general. And, you know, we just had a dynamite that was not very good. And mm-hmm. I almost wonder if it's because Tony's going to take his foot off the gas a little bit and wait till after WrestleMania, because you know, all the stories going in are going to be WrestleMania. Everybody's yeah. going to be talking about what's coming up in WrestleMania, this and, and that. Not that, not that that's an excuse and not that he will, he may do the opposite and floor it. And next, thing you know, Okada showing up, but or, you know, Jay White or The Rock shows up at Dynamite. Who knows? But, oh, my God, dude. <laughs> you know, I, who knows what the what it is. Ooh. But I think Q1 Jeez. this year so far, uh, like I've said, is the beginning of a boom. And already in Q1 this year, in my opinion, we've had two, possibly three or four 
match of the year contenders and yeah. we're not even done with Q1 yet. Yeah, I mean, I think I know which matches you would consider um, you know, the top matches, but when we look at matches in a wrestling aspect, there's the storytelling piece too and a match that um I went back and watched Saturday or um Friday or Saturday uh last week was the elimination chamber match and uh Roman Reigns and Sami Zayn and the storytelling and the pace and the credibility and the registering I was like man now you don't get the same action as you get with a uh, Osprey and Omega but the the you know the emotional investment and the ride that you went on even spilled over to the next night on um on Monday Night Raw or two nights later on Monday Night Raw and you saw Sami Zayn's body battered mm-hmm. and the, you're like that is awesome storytelling that is awesome connection and helping the fans come along on that ride and just like you said if AEW hadn't come along we'd still be trotting through you know whatever um Ring of Honor would be dead and you know the the um the indie you know indie riffic yep. stuff you'd still be only hearing about it cuz it you know would be on Fight TV or whatever so you'd get it that way but i i i think the more you kind of like tongue in cheek say hey thank you Tony Khan um the that's that's definitely uh definitely a, a a more true statement every day as the bloodline you know continues to evolve you know you're thinking oh well it's dead you know jay's not involved <laughs> got him and yep. you know elimination chamber was fantastic revolution was off the hook most of the um what have we had 11 11 or 12 of the um, dynamites have been, you know, mm-hmm. much much better. The um, evolution has been good. You you know, Friday night uh, rampage has been good. The elevation is what I meant to say, not evolution. Yeah. Elevation and the dark matches have been good. And yeah, I think like I if it's this good now, and what the, that Monday after WrestleMania. Whew, because you know there there's going to be people getting pushed. We're going to have a new WWE uh, World Universal Champion. Hopefully, yep. Um, then someone's going to come out and say, "Hey, here's what we want to do. We're going to have new tag team champions. We're going to have new women's tag team champions. Uh, potentially two new women's champions. Um, a new Intercontinental Champion with either McIntyre or." Um, Sheamus coming out with the Intercontinental title. I don't think uh, Oh Boy will drop the title. Uh, Theory won't drop the title to Cena. So, I mean, you're, there's going to be that hustle and bustle. And like you said, if if Tony is going to hit the gas on that first show, so what would that be, April 4th or 5th? He is going to put a rocket on someone. Yep. And they are going to lock horns with MJF. And it's going to be another story that was deeply personal, just like he did with CM Punk, just like he did with even the, you know, even not even having any wrestling involved, just the, just the, um, the promos with, uh, Tony Khan. And then most recently with Danielson. Yeah. 
So are you just to back up? Cause I I'm, I'm curious about this. So do you think the elimination chamber match with Sammy and Roman was your match of the quarter so far? Taking the Omega Osprey one out of it, because I think that one, hands down, is probably everybody's match of the of the quarter, if not the year so far. I think, uh, I mean, it would definitely be. It would. De- I'm trying to think of some of the other matches where you're just like, oof, and you know the the Iron Man match. That's mine. With was was fantastic. The, the I didn't like the ending, but you're not going to like everything, and I think the way the match ended made sense for the wrestlers that were involved and it can give them some place to go later on down the road. And, you know, you might be the world champion, but you're not the best in the world. You know, next thing you hear is, um, CM Punk's music hit or, you know, uh, I am the cult of, and out he comes walking like the, the, roof would blow off the place if yep. uh if he comes back that episode after wrestlemania Whew. yeah i, I can so, pick yeah five matches right now just off the top of my head without like going back and watching that blew me away mm-hmm. for different reasons that i could argue the case for all of them uh, obviously offspray omega uh yeah. highly encourage anybody uh out there if you can go watch that match amazing the uh the story they tell in the ring um, everything involved in that match is really good. Yeah. Uh, and these are in no particular order. The one that you said, the elimination chamber with Roman and Sammy, great match, great storytelling, slower pace, you know, kind yeah. of plotted through it, but they did a really good job. The Cody and Gable match from raw. <sighs> oh, what a great match. And that yeah. one, no build, no nothing. Just a poop. Here's a, here's a match you're going to love. Uh, I thought that was great. The Texas death match with hangman and Mox. Oh man, was yes. yeah. Just the the mm. story of Hangman doesn't like violence, so he he wasn't pushing the violence. Where Mox kept yeah. introducing more and more violence and more weapons, and then that ends up being yeah, his that. downfall at the end. Yeah. So that whole story to him, and then the Iron Man match, which to me was probably one of the best, actually probably the best Iron Man match I've seen. Yeah, uh, the story from beginning to end. The, the character work specifically, uh, well, both of them, the character work of both of them, but MJF, yeah. his heel work was un, unbelievable. <laughs> he uh, threw tequila on a, a freaking little kid. I mean, it worked out for him. He got to meet Hobbs and the all kid that. Just but, thirsty, though. The kid was uh, just thirsty. Yeah. Oh, his, the mom was standing there like, you mother. Yep. I was like, I'm surprised she didn't sheesh. slap him. Yeah. But I think it, the char- character work by Rollins. Um, has been fantastic. He's been in some some banger matches. Um, I don't know if he knows how to have a bad match, like you, like you know, like what you were saying. The the character work and by both uh, Danielson and MJF, um, it was uh, yeah. I I cannot cannot disagree. You know, you, with- you mentioned Rollins, and it just made me think. To be honest with you, I could add the men's elimination chamber probably to my list of matches. Because yeah. that Rollins Gargano stuff in the beginning, that match in general yeah. was another one. Fantastic storytelling throughout the match, yep. high paced action. Um, mm-hmm. Our buddy uh, Jer up in uh, Georgia watched it, and that was his match. Yep. He loved it. And I had to, yeah, <laughs> the tickler. I had to go back and think, and I'm like, was it that good? And then I started thinking, I'm like, yeah, man, that, that actually was really, really yeah. impressive. Put uh, Montez on the map. Yep. So, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that was, uh, 
Yep. So great crowd, um, you know, and we were reading and hearing all of the, the talk that Trish was coming out and had she come out, not that Sammy didn't get a great pop, but had she come out during elimination chamber, um, there'd be some blown eardrums. Oh yeah. Um, and then they were in, uh, I think it was Winnipeg or Hamilton or something, you know, the next night was, you know, almost as good. Um, but yeah, I mean, just the, some of the tag team matches, uh, from the tournament were really, really good. You know, I love seeing Ricochet fly around the, you know, fly around the place. I wish they'd take the, the, uh, leash or handcuffs or whatever you're calling, um, and let him go. He came out in the new gear. I think they're going to, they're going to give, you know, put him somewhere. I, I really wanted to see, um, Gargano walk out or Montez walk out the United States champion and because you don't need the United States title for Cena and theory to compete. But I think now that theory is the United States champion and they're going to compete at WrestleMania. um, It's how Roman started his, his trajectory. And I think, you know, this is his last shot to really prove that he's, he's, uh, he's the man. So we'll, We'll see, but you, uh, you know, we talk about the, our top five matches and I'm just like the whole wrestling landscape. We're seeing, you know, the Claudio against, uh, Jericho, you're seeing, um, Gunther against Sheamus and you know, that those couple of matches that they had were, you know, just fantastic. The, the, uh, the Donnie Brook that they had. A couple pay-per-views ago, that was, you know, that was a lot of fun, a lot of, uh, you know, really good uh, storytelling, and the, the, you know, it j- just the way WrestleMania is building, I think that's going to be a great two-night event. Um, there is some talks where you're not going to have some of the extra frivolous matches. Um, they're, you know, going to limit the uh, the night, but I think. I think WWE is going to hear the the grumblings of the the boys and girls in the back and the fans and even the um, the Andre the Giant Battle Royal. They were talking about putting that on Friday or Monday. I think the you know the the Wise Up put it with WrestleMania, and then they were doing there was another match that they were talking about, and you know obviously you have the Hall of Fame. Um, induction can't wait to see who who they're going to put in yeah i really hope jazz um jazz ends up going victoria. in there. so yeah and victoria that'd be a, that that would make a lot of sense so you uh you mentioned ricochet and it made me think of a debut that just happened with dragon lee Ooh. i want to see ricochet and dragon lee <laughs> like mm. i want to see that match so bad i almost wish ricochet was back in in yeah. nxt because uh, yeah, yeah, that inst- that'll be an amazing yeah. match if they can instead pull that of one. Gargano going down to face Waller, it would have been would have been Ricochet and Tiger Lee or uh, Dragon Lee had you know recently been on camera. Ricochet goes down and goes, "Oh, really? When I'm done with Waller, I'm coming after you." Yeah. Um, Wait, Gargano went back yeah. to NXT. Hey, it's Paige Desorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Yeah, he's, uh, he, Waller challenged HBK. HBK's like, I already told everybody I'm not coming out of retirement again, but I've got someone to help you or I've got someone to help me take care of you. And they're gonna they're gonna meet. Um, hmm. I think it's next week. It'll be Gargano against Waller, and uh, Waller is sort of playing this difficult wrestler, much like HPK was. So uh, they're uh, yeah. So that it's just a little character play. So. Man, so they pushed him back down to NXT, huh? <laughs> That's yeah. a shame. Uh, yeah, but yeah, I yeah. and then. Just we talked matches, but the promos we've seen this year so far too. Oh man, see, you know it's it's to the point now where I, I think I'm going to start a spreadsheet so I can track it. So come December when we're doing our end of the year <laughs> recap, I go, yeah. Oh wait a minute, what about Mike? Because we're only the beginning of this year, and we've seen the Cody promo, we've seen the the Paul Heyman Cody promo, we've seen the MJF, you know manslaughter program we've seen oh, the mjf danielson <laughs> i'm going to cripple you promo we've seen no. just all this amazing stuff uh speaking of mjf and character work did you watch the media scrum with mjf where he's totally making fun of cm punk the whole time no oh oh yeah he was eating pickles or so something. he comes out with the towel around him like cm punk always did and he sits down and he <laughs> starts eating these pickles and he's talking about these are the best fucking pickles i've ever eaten which is what cm punk was saying when he was eating them the uh, muffins and everything I was just like, man, if they ain't teasing CM Punk coming back, yeah, like come on. Which, yeah, I, I'm down for it, especially if they've if they've worked out their issues. Which, when you kind of heard the Paquette interview with uh, Hangman or with uh, Omega, Hangman has gone on Twitter and kind of dropped hints on sh- on the show about apologizing for what he his role in that whole thing was. Mm. I, I mean, it's a business, man. Just like you and I at work fight over zipping bags. <laughs> but you know, you get over it and you get the job done and you go on. Yeah. So hopefully, uh, you know, hopefully that's kind of, kind of what happened. Cause I know he's injured too. So I'm sure he's out. Yeah. But I think Omega put it really mm-hmm. good in that Paquette interview where he said, you know, in professional sports, contact sports, you get in the locker room, you have a fist fight and it's over with the difference is with pro wrestling. Suddenly it's on Twitter and everything else is happening in the new mm-hmm. day and age where you couldn't just bury it and set it aside. And I'm like, well, those days are a little over. You can't just go yeah. beating up people anymore, but <laughs> yeah, hopefully they do. Uh, they get it all worked out. I mean, I'm, I'm fine with, um, you know, CM Punk not coming back. I just, I think that was just a dark cloud, but you know, Hey, I, you know, if they, uh, put that, if they put that to bed and, you know, move forward, there's money to be made. You know, CM Punk is a commodity. He's a brand. And he he would bring instant credibility, just like Jericho. You beat Jericho, you know. You he's Teflon, 
and you know that would build whoever CM Punk ends up going against. You know, does he get thrown into the world title picture? Is he the you know de facto champion when he comes back? He's got a he's got his version of the AEW title to drag it out, or does he come back and he's just quiet about it? And I want to um, see. So I want to see, so I'm going to, I'm going to get the pencil here for a little bit and dream scenario for -hmm. his return. And it's something I think I've talked about before, but I'd like to see. So FTR get, get the titles back from the the guns. Let's say they do a program of the acclaimed and eventually the young bucks step up and go, all right, we want our titles back. So now you've got the acclaimed, I'm sorry, you've got the FTR young bucks, maybe a feud going on for the title and Mm -hmm. Omega comes in and interviews and costs FTR the title. So the next week they come out. And hey, we've got a partner. We want a trios match, and boom, here comes CM Punk. And now you're setting up the elite versus you know FT CM FTR or whatever they're going to call themselves. I would love mm. to see that because, and you cut the promos talking about everything. You can even start the mm-hmm. groundwork based on the fact that uh, um, it was either Dax or Cash. One of them made comments during Brawl Out about how it was childish and all this other stuff. So you know, the bucks can say we took offense to that and now we're really pissed. And then they can say, well, you guys acted like we talk about like AEW is really good at bringing the realism in. Yeah. I think they could, like you said, money to be made. Can you imagine mm-hmm. the pay-per-view gate for CM Punk versus Kenny Omega? Yeah. And oh, the build up for that, oh, man, yeah. especially if and in that time frame you've got edge and Christian reuniting, you know, you, the rumors are edge is done after cow, WrestleMania. Yeah. yeah. So you got edge coming over. And now you've got Edge and Christian versus FTR as a program before the Elite, maybe. Or you've got Edge, just some dream matches with Edge. You got Edge versus Jungle Boy. You got Edge versus Darby Allen. Edge versus Omega. Oof. Malachi Black. You know what's funny is anybody with Omega is just like a dream match. Yeah. (laughs) He's just so good at anybody in the ring. Yeah. But yeah, I just, uh, the possibilities for the things we'll see this year are mm-hmm. infinite. And a matter of fact, we can almost do a prediction. I guess we kind of are things that yeah. might happen that, you know, towards the end of the year, like I could, I predict CM Punk back as one. I predict edge in AEW. Um, I predict another big WWE star flipping to AEW. I just don't know who yet, but I think there'll mm. be another flip. I also can see Ricky Starks or somebody jumping over to WWE, especially Ricky Starks. Yeah. Yeah, so. I think Ricky Starks would be uh, would be good. Hopefully, they don't make him toil down in uh, NXT. If, He's Cody's if buddy at all, um, you know. And then come November time frame, you see uh, um, Omega jump ship over to WWE. You know, does that mean that the Elite are going to? Is FTR? You know, their contract is up here in the next month or so. They, they just had a thing that said nothing has changed contractually. Tony called it. and said, you know, come come show up. Um, do they tie a program with the young, with the guns that, uh, you know, they'll only sign if they win this match or whatever or lose or leave town kind of thing? I don't know. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I, be- I still believe that uh, AEW is really good at working everybody. I, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I just do. I have a feeling and I completely don't have any basis on this, but I have a feeling FTR signed a long-term deal. I think MJF has signed a long-term deal. I don't think Omega is going to jump ship. Uh, so I, what's the motivation for him to go to WWE? There, there's no, cause I was thinking about this the other day. Cause yeah. you know, there's a serious talk about it. 
Mm-hmm. But what would, other than, okay, you can headline WrestleMania, cool, I guess, if that's something he's wanted to do, but he's never said that he wanted to be a WWE guy. He yeah, wanted I mean, to cut his I, teeth into New Japan, so. Yeah. I mean, if, if you've headlined the Tokyo Dome, um, I think you're good. Several but, times. <laughs> yeah. And to say, like, he's been the best, he's been the PWI number one, the PWI uh, most technical uh, match of the year on a couple of occasions. And, you know, the, you know, the big, uh, the big mountain that everybody wants to climb is WWE, but he could look to Jericho or he could look to call, call, um, to Cody and go, Hey, you know, what do you think? Yeah. And, I mean, the, and, and the motivation might be to go in to work with some of the young talent that they have, but mm-hmm. who knows? I, I, it would be a huge loss, I think, to see him yeah. go there, but at the same time, it would be just like Cody. I'd start watching for the Omega stuff yeah. because I would just like, I started watching WWE a lot more when Cody showed up yeah. and then I fell off when he was injured because I wasn't going to be there. And then I watched again yeah. when he came back. So, yeah. And I think if you compare Cody and Kenny going back or going to and going back two completely different worlds because Cody's not, I mean, I'm sure he's doing it for himself because you know, he, he's a, he's his own man, but he's doing it, doing it for the family name. Uh, doing it for the family name and for the sake that, you know, his dad and brother never held the world title. So, you know, but, you know, Kenny would be heading over there. The Bucks would be heading over there um, solely to say, I've, we've climbed every mountain yeah. on, on the wrestling planet and we've won world titles everywhere. Uh, you're not going to see the Hardys come back over to WWE, I think. You know, they'll finish up over there when, you know, both of them are healthy and uh, ready to compete. So, but you are 100% right. Just the, you know, Omega insert wrestler, you know, Omega and Seth Rollins, the, the, you know, the fun that they could have the, uh, um, Gable. Oh man, that would be, that'd be a lot of fun. If you could, even if you could build some credibility back up with Dolph Ziggler, yeah. Um, I think, you know, that would be, really good and plus you know all the all the uh clout that they could give the you know if they want to build theory or they wanted to build continue to build if they're going to split the uso brothers up which i don't think they would because jimmy couldn't really run on his own you know main event j kind of a thing so um yeah that's interesting and then you know to see what are they going to do with logan paul he's not just going to be a one and done again um like he did with with Roman at the, uh, at the Saudi show, I think he'll be on a lot more. Um, wonder, I wouldn't want. Yeah. I, I just, you, you mentioned him. I wonder if, so let's say night after WrestleMania, they don't have Jay white. So you need a heater for Cody. What if Logan Paul comes out? What if Logan mm. goes over Seth at WrestleMania? Cody's mm. out cutting his, Oh my God, I got the title. I'm the best, you know, Cody promo. And Logan Paul walks out and goes, you know, I'll have a <laughs> shot at that. Yeah, that'd be kind of a that'd be a another good little mini feud for Cody. To one, you you get Logan some credibility, which as much as I dislike the man, uh, he's good in the ring. So yeah, and you know, instant heat. Make, you keep Cody as a huge baby face. You don't have that mm-hmm. potential booing of him that Cody seems to get every once in a while. Like people just kind of turn on him after a while. Yeah, they did it in AEW. Random, yeah, yeah. So yeah, um, I also wholeheartedly believe that Cody is going to go back in AEW eventually. Huh. I think I think he's got too much love for the company 
just some of the interview. Not, I'm not saying anytime soon, but I have a feeling that potentially, I don't know what his deal was with WWE if it was five years, three years, but I have a feeling towards the end of that, we're going to hear a lot of conversations about, hmm, is Cody going? Where's Cody going? It's not going to be an instant. Sure. He's definitely going. Uh, he's definitely going. So we'll okay. see. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's, it, you know, just because you have a falling out, you know, your kids are still your kids, right? So um, AEW is always going to be Cody's baby. And for anyone to say or think otherwise um, is kind of naive, I, yep. I, you know, so, but, and, you know, you figure and the Tony Khan and, uh, and Cody haven't ever bust on each other publicly or, nope. you know, said anything negative. So it's, yeah, it's all been positive. Even Cody yeah. in her most, re- one of the most recent interviews said that he has, there was no disgruntledness. It was all literally yeah. just about him trying. He wants to go fulfill that legacy. Yeah. Uh, e- even with the buck stuff, he said, yeah, things changed, but he's like, I don't have any animosity towards him. Yeah. So, but cool, yeah. man. Yeah. I was, yeah, uh, man, I'm, uh, this has been a good, uh, first quarter looking forward to, uh, you know, April, May, I think has two pay-per-views. So we're going to, so we're going to have some fun over on the, uh, WWE side. Impact is starting to build, uh, build a little momentum. They're on access TV. If, uh, you know, you're looking for some international, they've got a lot of international wrestlers over there. Um, they do have a good product. It's, uh, not the best produced, but it's pretty good. NWA is you can still catch that on YouTube. Uh, Bully Bully's going to be making an appearance over there, and so is uh, Matt Cardona. He's uh, bouncing back and forth to, to all the shows. So second quarter, looking forward to it. So good stuff, man. Thanks for uh, thanks for sparking up some conversation. Yeah, man. Another candid convo here uh, that we like to do, and they they tend to go on and we ramble, but uh, I enjoy them. I, I think maybe we should actually slot this as a weekly thing. Yeah. Whether, uh, whether we, cause, um, as some of you know, we, we don't script, we kind of go, well, what do you want to talk about? <laughs> so, but, uh, I, I think maybe we put these on our slates as a, try to record one a week to maybe yeah. kind of talk about some of the rumors and news going on and, and just have a conversation about wrestling because I'll say it again. I think we're on the cusp of another, you know, 18 million people watching wrestling, 9 million per show or whatever you want to say, you yeah. know? I forgot what the peak numbers were during the height of WCW versus uh, the NWO and then WCW versus WWE and all that stuff. I forgot yeah. what the height numbers was, but it was astronomical. So we'll see. Uh, but I uh, want to thank all of our listeners. Appreciate every single one of you. I know it doesn't seem like much, but it really does mean a lot when you guys hit that subscribe button. Give us a rating. So please uh, do that if you haven't already. Uh, it just helps us grow. It helps us get out there to more people to let more people hear us and either hate us or love us. <laughs> uh, follow us on all our social medias at No Shave Man Cave on Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, and you can find our podcast anywhere you get your podcast from iHeartRadio, Spotify, uh, Audible, Google, Amazon Music. You can ask Alexa to play us. So any <laughs> anywhere you guys get your podcasts, uh, it just uh, yeah, give us those reviews, give us those likes, follow us on Twitter, give us our co- give us those comments so we could continue to improve ourselves uh, and uh, just get better. Absolutely, and if you are uh, be bopping around the interwebs, go ahead and swing on over to our YouTube channel. Just uploaded a couple of uh, fantastic uh, cuts about uh, bloody wrestling matches. 
and instrumental and influential wrestlers that happen to be women. So on behalf of JT, thank you for joining us here for our casual conversations and closing up quarter one. So stay safe, look out for yourselves, look out for each other, and we'll see you on the floor. You've been listening to the No Shave Men Cave. If it's pro wrestling, we're talking about it. Unless we see something shiny and wander off into the woods. If you hang around long enough, we'll eventually come back. We hope you've enjoyed the show. Fire off your comments and be sure to leave us a five-star rating. And we'll be back soon. But in the meantime, hit us up on Twitter, YouTube, and TikTok at No Shave Men Cave. Y'all be cool. And we'll see you next time on The Floor. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 